Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Angela, did you know that Tom took my bottle of Plexiderm? No. Yes, girl. (gasps) Absolutely. And let me tell you something. I had to go get another bottle to see how great it works because he looks so great. All those puffy bags under his eyes, gone in minutes. Oh, my gosh. I used it, and I had the exact same experience. And we're not talking about in days or weeks to work here. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in minutes, Y'all hear that? Minutes, okay? That's right. The science behind Plexiderm is incredible with clinical studies that back it up. If you look older and tired because of crow's feet, wrinkles under Mm -hmm. eye bags, you can look younger in just minutes, minutes with Plexiderm. That's right. It takes the littlest bit of it, too. Mm -hmm. Just like those little tiny pats of it under your eyes and you can see for yourself. Watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Yes. Those results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to triplexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for our discount. That's right. Triplexiderm.com with code SEXYLIBERAL or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. Do it now. You're gonna love it. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to The The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word. Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word.
the final word. The final word. Ba ba ba. Wow. You know. You were trumpeting, heralding in a new time. Yes, we are, because that's what we need, girl. Oh, really bad. <laughs> really bad. Really, really badly. Because let me tell you something. It's that nerve that we've been sharing with Stephanie Miller. Yes. It is. Uh, it, it tapped work. me on the shoulder this morning and lit- and had its bag packed. Yeah. And it had a ticket, a one-way <laughs> ticket to ride. And it looked at me and it was like, look, y'all going to have to outsource this nerve thing because I can't live like this. I can't live like this. It was this. all shredded and sh- just scraggly no, looking. I saw it on its way with its bindle stick and, yep. uh, when I came in. And I just was like, oh, my goodness. I didn't even you get can't a chance. can't even get mad. I didn't even get a chance to talk to the nerve. No, well, he doesn't want to talk to us anymore. Like, it really didn't want to talk to us anymore. Like, every time I tried to speak, it was like, hush, 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 hush. <laughs> like, you're not going to change <laughs> this my, is over. my shredded nerveness. It's yeah. like, I'm going to go try to find some kind of peace for me mm, in mm. the shredded nerve community. Right, right. Apparently, right. all of us have them. Okay. Um, It's been a shit-tastic past week. Yeah. Sorry for the swearing, but I don't know what else to say. Yes. But we're going to, just before we get to all of those things, we do want to remind you a little bit of housekeeping here. We're going to be on Access Live this Thursday. That's right. Thursday morning. Check it out. Mm-hmm. And then we're also, uh, this evening, and but you'll be able to go and take a look. We'll send out the link. We're going to be on a show called After Buzz uh, talking about our experience on Bring the Funny. That's right. Uh, we are not on this evening's episode, uh, but it is the beginning of the second round, so we'll be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. These are the comedy clashes, so you should, again, bring the funny. Hashtag bring the funny. Check it out. Please watch everyone. They're such great performers. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's, we just think it's really important to support everyone. Yes, we um, do. So please check that out. Also, don't forget to get our comedy album, Resist. Yes, you can do that. You right can now. do that. You can go to iTunes or killrockstars.com right now. Mm-hmm. The dog you hear is a vicious eight pound. No, he's not vicious. That's Alfie. He's That's Alfie. the cutest. He's a very sweet little puppy. He will be barking. We're at Angela's house today. We had to move We had to move over to the dog household. Because, because they're retrofitting the, our building right now. Which is a little little barn door horse gone. <laughs> yes. But hey, hey, they're doing it. You know what? After that Northridge in 90. Yeah, the earthquake. They finally got around to the earthquake retrofitting. <laughs> yes. So um, that, and I also want to remind you that uh, we're on the third hour of Stephanie Miller every Friday. We will be there this Friday for the Black Power Hour. And uh, you can catch our TV show, Me Time with Friends. That you sh- I keep forgetting. I know, girl. I keep forgetting. It keeps no, happening to me over and over again. So, yeah, check out all those things. But, okay, first up, of course, we have to discuss... Um, the shootings. The shootings. The shootings. And, and you all know. All that happened within 24 hours. And we're not even really dealing with the Chicago situation. Wait, should, right. A, 59 people murdered over the weekend yeah. in Chicago. So let's look. But we will, we will talk about that, too. So let's. Here's the thing. We, we It started with the Gil most recently. Because I feel like we have to add the Gilroy Absolutely. Garlic Festival. Absolutely. It, it rolled into this traumatic, horrific experience uh, that we have been going through nationally. Then... After that, the last weekend, we had El Paso. We had people shot up and killed. Ch- you know, children shot there. Then we got Dayton, Ohio, which, as our president likes to call, Toledo. I can't with that. I can't with that. It's the shooting down. there. I know. This, our president of the United States did not stop golfing. No. He did not come out before the American public for no. 48 hours. 
flowers, Angela. And then gave what, and I think it's been correctly described as is typical, a the hostage. I think it was Nicole Wallace who said it, or no, it's one of the people on on uh, my Nicole Wallace's show, Deadline One House. Mm-hmm. One of the the commentators said, whenever he does these prepared speeches, they feel like hostage videos, mm-hmm. like like you're reading it for for you know your your Al Qaeda captives. I we abhor all violence and hatred. When he comes alive is when his audience is beating up somebody that he's told them to beat up at one of his clan rallies. Yes, or when somebody is shouting out, shoot them to him. And he and just one, sits and he back laughs. and enjoys and, and laughs. laughs about it. That is when he's alive. So what what has happened, and this is imp- I, this is really powerfully important, is that the reaction. I feel like we've we've we're at a place where people are just they're getting it more and they're done and and that we have this opportunity to challenge ourselves each other our neighbors our friends and our family to get to finally get past this yeah to get past whiteness and this is a huge i it is what happened is horrific we've been unable to function i'm gonna be honest we haven't we've had a hard time even approaching getting anything done yeah because you i went to bed crying over one shooting and woke up and like all of you I'm willing to bet and had to double and recheck triple check that I wasn't wait there's a there was another, another one and then they put up the pictures of the three men yeah and they look like the same guy mm-hmm. and I say to myself well, you are being told by this racist bigot um so-called president every day to fear these these women and children and men and families and people who are trying to just find peace just trying to find some safety you're not being told to fear the 19 to 42 year old white guy who's um disaffected if they want to call it that racist white nationalist but that's who are that's christopher reyes said it yeah fbi director every that is who's dangerous to us all and to our way of life so much so the more and more crazy has happened. Yes. Well, you know what? And one of the things we want to make sure that you hear and that we play for you is Professor Eddie Glaude from Princeton. He was on uh, Nicole Wallace. Nicole, on your Nicole, Nicole Wallace. Wallace. He was. And he gave such a powerful speech. So we'd like you to take a listen to him. We're going to play just a few minutes. In, it's, and it's in not speech. Entirety. It was just his commentary on this, yes. on her show. Yeah. This is just in the moment. So we're going to play that for you now. You know, America's not unique in its sins as a country. We're not unique in our evils, to be honest with you. Um, I think where where we may be singular is our refusal to acknowledge them Mm. and the legends and myths we tell about our inherent, you know, goodness uh, to hide and cover and conceal so that we can maintain a kind of willful ignorance that protects our innocence. See, the thing is that when the Tea Party was happening, we used people were we were saying pundits. Oh, it's just about economic populism. <laughs> it's not about race. <clears throat> when people knew, people knew. Social scientists were already writing that what was driving the Tea Party were anxieties about economic demographic anxiety. shifts, that the country was changing, that they were seeing these racially ambiguous babies on, on Cheerios commercials, that the country wasn't quite feeling like it was a white nation anymore, and people were screaming from the top of their lungs. Yo, this is not just simply economic populism. This is the ugly underbelly of the country. See, the thing is, is this, and I'll say this, and I'll take the hit on it. There are communities that have had to bear the brunt of America confronting, white Americans confronting the danger of their innocence. And it happens every generation. So somehow we have to kind of, oh my God, is this who we are? And 
just again, another, here's another generation of babies. Think about it. The two-year-old had his bro bones broken by two parents trying to shield him from being killed. A woman who has been married to this man for as long as I've been on the planet almost lost her, lost her husband. For what? And so what we know is that the country has been playing politics for a long time on this hatred. We know this. So it's easy for us to place it all on Donald Trump's shoulders. It's easy for us to place Pittsburgh on his shoulders. It's easy for me to place Charlottesville on his shoulders. It's easy for us to place El Paso on his shoulders. This is us. And if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in us. I've had the privilege of growing up in a tradition that didn't believe in the myths and the legends because we had to bear the brunt of them. Either we're going to change, Nicole, or we're going to do this again and again, and babies are going to have to grow up without mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts, friends, while we're trying to convince white folk to finally leave behind a history that will maybe, maybe, or embrace a history that might set them free from being white. Finally. Finally. And welcome back. Ooh. Yes. Because I cry every time I hear it. Yes. And I've, I've determined to try to put it up every day on mm -hmm. Twitter because everybody needs to hear this. Absolutely. And the thing is, is that what I loved about it was the shock on everybody's face immediately after he put that forth. And the reality is, you know, my husband was saying this the other day before we even heard this. He was like, this is a sin that white people have to own. That's right. You have to own it. And I'm so, I'm not sorry, but it's the rea that this is your the reality. He puts it the professor Gubb puts it so well that we we have to if we're going to get past this. I'm going to quote him. He said if we're going to get past this, we can't blame it on him. He means Trump. He's a manifestation of the ugliness that's in the US. We're not absolving him. Either we're going to change again or this is going to happen again and again. Mm -hmm. And why, you know, what we have to do is we've been sitting here waiting and waiting and hoping for white America. And listen to me before one person says, I'm not racist. L white America as the, as the majority. Yes. Not you individually. Okay. But that white America to give up on whiteness. Yes. And that is what he's talking about. Because as our good friend, Catherine, Fouché, Catherine Fouché has said, racism exists because people benefit from it. And that's right. So whether or not you put, and this doesn't mean that you're getting a check for being white. We've talked about this before on this podcast. This, that, that doesn't mean when we talk about white privilege, that doesn't mean that you get everything you want and your dreams come true. We, we're not. That's not what we're saying. No, no, what we're, we're not. saying is if you don't want to live in this kind of a country, if this is not your America, and I know it isn't because you're good. I know because you're, you're listening. You're good people. You're listening. Then you, it has to stop and it has to start with us. Yep. And you know what? This is what I told Angela the other day. I said, you know, what is clear to me? Watching this, uh, what's the Keller is, uh, the Ohio representative mm -hmm. who came out and said, these shootings are because of drag queens oh, and transgenders. And you know what I, I realized, video games. The video games, video games, video games. Let me tell you what I realized that well, it became crystal clear for me in that moment is that if that is the best 
representative that we can find in Ohio, we have a problem. Okay? If that is who you're going to send to your government and elect and say this person represents my American views, we got problems, America. Because you're going to go into a mall and you're going to go into a Walmart and you want your kid to go to school without, for what, what, for reasons that escape me, without having to figure out how you're going to buy a bullet proof backpack which by the way they are now selling at staples or office depot or office max one mm-hmm. of them but the point is it can't stop the ak-47 bullet but it can stop lower caliber like what are we even talking about what we're talking about like, is wealthy people having it because you know what here's the thing if i'm living paycheck to paycheck guess what i can't afford i can't afford to send my kid to school with kevlar on but this okay? is what kills me what i don't understand is that As that's a sense of safety okay with us but i'm gonna tell the you answer to this program is bulletproof backpacks let me tell you i'm gonna tell you that's I got what into you an argument with a woman on the on online and it wasn't an argument it was a it was a small discussion but it was a back and forth and what she was talking about because a friend of hers was saying look I'm just not going to go out here and get a gun. And she was like, I carry a gun and it keeps me safe. And I was like, here's not the problem. Statistically. I was, but, and I, what I said was, that's a false construct. Mm-hmm. You're more that, likely to die from that gun. That's right. And she said, and you know, we went, we had some back and forth about that. And I was like, look, I grew up in a gun culture. Mm-hmm. I grew up in, in a culture where my mother and father carried guns. Where kids on the streets where I lived, they carried guns. And let me tell you something. It never made anybody say It didn't make any of those 59 people yeah. in Chicago this week any safer. And I'm going to tell you why, America. I'm, gonna tell, I'm a black person talking to white people. When, when there are problems within the black community in America, it is, it is important for everybody to pay attention because we're all Americans. And when we don't solve those problems within smaller communities, what they bec- what happens is that then it just spreads. Well, and I, I have to, to say there's a huge problem in our culture with young white men and violence. Yes. And in the incel and violence against, obviously violence against women in general, against but, everyone. But it's, it's to me... We have to care about all the violence. Well, and this is the thing. It's... The fact that somehow, so we have these three white guys who, quite frankly, the pictures, they're all, same haircut, same glasses, same, like, it's, it's eerie. Yeah. And you, but what you're telling me is you refuse to say, we need to send the National Guard in to go guard every young white man who mm-hmm. doesn't, who uh, puts anything up online or who whatever. No, we would never judge all white men by the actions of three. <laughs> right? That's insane. But we judge every Muslim. Every black person, every woman. By actions that none of them have committed. That's what, <laughs> like that. That's the thing. That's right. You tell me about the only shooter I know of, of the, uh, in a mass shooting that in any way was disconnected to, like they don't know the people, you know, or whatever. Is the Mal? Was his name Malvoy? Yeah, um, Malvo. Malvo. I think. And so. the Washington sniper. Yeah. Um, and quite clearly, the people who seem to be having the biggest problems with guns. Yeah, are exactly who we know they all are. But that to me, we, we can't even we can't even get into the discussion of the fact that I can't rent a car at, until I'm 25 years old. But you at 18 can go into Walmart and buy a fucking gun. Fuck you. Yeah. It's, Fuck you twice. It's it's 
it's absolutely got to stop. And here's the deal. What Professor Glaude is talking about there is the price we're all paying for this, this feigned in, in, innocence. For That's this, right. For, for living in this world that where we get to, you know, we talk about racism and suddenly we're talking about hopes and dreams. Fuck hope and dreams. I'm talking about policy, practice, legislation, and what you do in your life. And I'm glad to see it happening on social media because we've talked about this. Yeah. It is hard, and I'm not saying it isn't. It is really, really hard. But I fundamentally and firmly, with every fiber of my being, believe that I cannot in my personal life, and certainly not my professional life, mm. but I cannot condone hatred, and I cannot tolerate intolerance, and that every time I do that, I am giving it space to grow and fester and rot out more of this country. Yeah. And that is why I'm not talking to my brother. Yeah. Because what he said in a conversation to me mm-hmm. was so heinous and so vile and violent yeah. towards a community that I told him, I can't talk to you. And that's a problem. I'll be clear. That's a problem in a family. Yeah, it is. And, and But here's the thing. What I, what I told Angela recently about her, that interaction is you had the courage to do what most Americans won't do. Most people who think like us act like us, are in in alignment with us, they have moved away from their their family members, the town, small-minded town, and then they and they move to someplace else. And but and what happens is is that when it comes to Christmas time and Thanksgiving, you go back and you tolerate ignorance and you do it for a couple of days. And what I am telling you that what you have to do is confront it, like Angela did. If you do not confront it, what you're saying on a small scale is that all of this behavior is okay. But And this is the thing. This is where we live. And Professor Glad, when he talks about how we, as people who have to suffer under this, we haven't had these illusions. So the whole Reagan phone call, like we were on, on when Steffi Miller and Mama and she plays us the, the Reagan yeah. phone call. And our reaction is, I, I have to admit, underwhelmed. Yeah. You know, because we're like, well, we kind of always knew he was a racist. Yeah. He said a lot of racist things. This is, yeah, this is more direct, I guess. But he really did. And those campaigns were whack. And I was looking at Nicole Wallace's face when Professor Glaude was talking and, and I was thinking about things like that happen in campaigns, different campaigns um, mm-hmm. like the, um, the the blackening up right. of a Willie Horton. Right. Right. Is that, is, it was Willie Horton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, his face for the Newsweek or Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Newsweek. But um, uh, all the things that, you know, he would, and he said it's like, make, make no mistake, we have trafficked, we have used this racism politically from the inception of this nation. We That's have right. used it. But now we're, you have to understand, you, are, do you have the courage to let it go? Yeah. Do you have the courage to let go of whiteness? Do you have the courage to stand up and say that you do not want, need, desire any of that and that we're done with that with white supremacist uh, so-called ideology which it is the only way we're going to become a better society and we have an opportunity we have an opportunity right now where people are woke waking want to be woke where the pain of watching what we're watching i can't get my mind around what just happened but i know this and and this is the thing that upsets me i believe deeply that that's not the last shooting like that no i believe and I don't want to believe that. It's not a great place to live, but I don't think, I think a lot of you are with us. It's going to happen again and more. And the more desperate Trump gets and the more scared he gets of this next election and the, the worse that's going to get. Yes. 
we have other stories to get to. Yes. But you know what? I'm going to tell you before we do that, something that can make you feel. We got to cleanse the palate. We got to cleanse the palate. something and to make, make your you face feel better. Feel better. And that's Plexiderm. When that's my right. husband woke, he was screaming. He was like, Francis, wake up. Look at my eyes. I'm beautiful. That's true. And he I could like, pack things under those eyes <laughs> before. Could. I mean, I don't tell him I said that. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell but him. But he you could. Fabulous. But I'm going to tell you something. Plexiderm works, y'all. And I'm not talking about in days or weeks. No. We're talking Plexiderm. Plexiderm is clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in minutes. Just like you literally put it on, a little bit of it on, turn around, forget about it for a second. You go to, you know, you pick up your dental floss or something, turn back around, different person. Different person. The science behind Plexiderm is incredible with clinical studies to back it up. If you look older and tired because of crow's feet, wrinkles, or mm. under eye bags, you can look younger in just minutes with Plexiderm. See for yourself. You can watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Woo! Those results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to triplexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for our discount. That's right. That's triplexiderm.com with code SEXYLIBERAL or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. Ooh, baby. All right. On to some more Back to the BS. Gap. Okay, we have to talk about, we have to have to talk about these Texas police in Galveston, uh, Texas. Uh, they are currently fielding justifiably angry questions after images, images and videos surfaced of two horse-mounted police officers leading a black man in handcuffs by a rope through the streets. That was on Saturday of 2019. And I encourage you to go look at it so you can feel the power of what we're talking about. Don't tell me that President Bigot has not emboldened every Nazi in this country, including these Nazis within the Galveston Police Department. And here, let me let me just take a moment, time out to talk about it. And I say it, we say it all the time. You got Christopher Ray talking about who the threat is. The call is coming Domestic from the fucking terrorism. house. White nationalism. White na nationalism. But here's the problem. You can't have the FBI investigate that because as we have said it over and over, the white nationalists are in the police force. They are in the CIA. They are in the FBI. They and, are in Congress and they are in the White House. And we managed to let through a group of people like uh, Moscow Mitch who don't, who really don't want to look at this at all because they're for the racism. They're that's right. too. And here's the other problem. The minute that Trump got into that, into the White House, they got, they closed all of those investigations. All the investigations of police departments That's around right. this country based on violating people's civil rights, they stopped pursuing pr completely. They closed investigations. Follow me on this if you can. We've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. the just, he had the Justice Department and the FBI, they closed invest, stopped invest, closed their office on white nationalism and domestic terrorism. Just closed it. Just closed that whole branch. And shut down all the cases. Shut down all the, the cases. All the police uh, in investigations right. and looking into their practices. That's what I said. That's right. They closed all that down and you know who they opened an investigation into? Black Lives Matter. Yep. Because that's, that's who they that's who they thought. You know, there's no such thing. They have not, and there have been plenty of people screaming about this for years. There's a man who's a retired sheriff whose son was a sheriff in the same town he was. And um, and I forget which town it is. And I, I've been trying to look for this article forever. If you find it, please send it to us at frangelo08 at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. But he talks about how his son was murdered by, by two white nationalists. And his son, you know, his, they pulled them over for some kind of traffic violation. They're approaching the car, sheriffs, and they just shot them in cold blood dead yeah. on the side of the road. And he said he'd been screaming. He's 
everybody's been screaming for years to local, state, and federal authorities that they need to be watching these hate groups. But you know what they do to them instead? They Bundy Ranch. What happened? Yeah, all all of them. An organization. Done. Fine. That's all. That's goal is to get rid of the government. That's right. Right. So what they do? They watched them. They let them come and go. They yes. let them bring supplies to each other that's as they right. took over federal property. And I, I, I have this to say man, over again. This black man. They right. dragged through the streets like it's fucking Django. And I am not kidding. For what? What was his cr- alleged crime? Now, mind you, this he hasn't gone to trial or anything yet either. No, no, right? no. He had, on a misdemeanor criminal trespassing charge, okay? Misdemeanor criminal trespassing. He, this man is 43 years old. Here's, here's the, even the thing that I could even possibly see. You know, that, that in somebody's mind, they think, oh, these are kids, and they need to be, you know, embarrassed. Oh, no. Or no, because a 43-year-old No, because man, the problem with that is man. we expunge kids' records, so That's you would right. never do this, because this would be identifying the child, and we don't, allegedly, we don't do that. What we do for black children is we, we declare them adults when they're not. And, and shoot them. And then, yeah, so, but what this is about, this is a lynching. Yeah. The hope here is that people will come out and throw things and yell things at him, that people will see him, that they will put his picture up. That, and, that, and when you tell me that they're investigating it, and they're... Um, it's they're, called a technique. Yeah, they're Galveston Police Chief Vernon L. Hale III, who can suck my ever-loving black dick. Um, he added that he felt his officers had shown, quote, poor judgment, and that this technique would be immediately suspended. Suspended? Well, I'm trying Not to, eradicated? Uh, I thought this ended when we made fucking cars. No. I'm trying to understand that he understood, and then he went on to say he understood the, quote, negative perception of this action. It's not a motherfucking perception. No, no. It is, a lynch, it is a lynch march. Yes. Don't even try it. And they're trying to say that this is sometimes the most, they literally say, this is sometimes the most effective way to transport prisoners. Not never. Oh, let me, not let me understand never. this. You're saying the most effective way to get one Negro <laughs> from one building to another is to assign two to four police officers on horses get some rope and drag him there yeah and what happens if a car backfires that horse gets spooked well, and we, drags we, him. then we get the extra good tidbits of an actual lynching and, and dragging a, and a negro through the streets of texas this is the problem we have right now who's going to investigate this because i tell you who ain't the justice department that is who would normally close this police department down and send in people and write a 300 page ferguson police department report yeah but no that's not going to happen because we're living under a white nationalist state and we have to fight it at every turn oh what's moscow mitch's number that we need to call for background checks Yes, here, let me get that for you. Moscow Mitch. Now, apparently, I think this is allegedly, I want to make sure, but if, to be sure, you can also call 202-224-3121. But I think his office number, I think this was for Kentucky, is 270, you know what, let me not do that number until we double check it. But call Moscow Mitch at his, um, you can get his numbers online, and like I said, at the general switchboard, and let him know that you want universal background tech. Checks. Uh, checks, not text, checks um, right away. And that also um, that we're done with this. I want everybody to call the Galveston Police Department yep. and register a complaint about their lynching of a, their attempted lynching of a black man on the streets and this bullshit about investigating. I got, what's there to fucking investigate? Who the fuck calls it a technique to, to a technique. rope somebody and drag them through the streets? On horseback? I, I don't believe that, I find it hard to believe, Francis, that in 2019, I, Angela V. Shelton, the Detroit Sheltons, have to articulate the superiority of engines. Because for me, like, Angela, that, if, that, if that was is, the way. If, this, if I'm a police officer, what I can tell you is that I'm a fucking comedian. And what I can tell you is if I arrested somebody 
And I had the only, the only, and I was on horseback. And the only means to get them to the jailhouse, I would get off my horse and I would walk that oh, person Prince, there's there. There's no goddamn way. The only way to get anybody anywhere in this country is motherfucking horseback. Or foot, by foot. But what I'm telling you, it's the lack of respect of a, a human rope? being. It's not even safe. If this was a dangerous criminal, how hard is it for him to get out that rope? <laughs> this doesn't even like, it doesn't even make sense. But what kills me is this same stupid fucking police chief. He identified the officers as some P. Broche and A. Smith and said that their intentions were not, quote, malicious. How do you know what the fuck their intentions I don't give were? A fuck. Well, what, were they happy? Were they sunshiny happy? <laughs> right. The horses need to walk. They thought the black guy might like a little time outside. Yeah, is, that what we're, is that what we're trying to perpetrate? Fucking call, us, call this shit what it is and cut, shut down this police department. Because if the chief of police calls this a technique and says he that people need to be... He, where do they get the horses in the rope? And what I need to understand is every... This is why I'm at the place in my life where it's hard for me to say they're good cops. And I will take the hit on that because what I don't see are the black police officers, and I know there are some, and the good... And the police officers who aren't racist in the Galveston Police department where are they yeah why am i not seeing quotes for them why aren't they quitting why did they let this go down blue protects blue don't get it twisted it's not about the race of the cop it's blue protects blue and this is this until we start seeing police stopping other police officers from doing these things i can't get down no like i just can't and real quickly we want to uh tell you that there there's an article out that's discussing that more out there might be more victims out of uh el paso who are not coming forward with injuries, yeah. apparently. Yeah, and they're not coming forward because, because they're, they're afraid, afraid of their status or family member status. And they're people who... Who could be could have been ripped by a fucking bullet. And also who are, they're not able to go pick up or identify bodies of their loved ones because they're scared about their status or anybody in their family status. And that's not okay. It's just not okay. And we can't be okay with this. And I, I just... The fact that I really... you know, And I'm, you know, I'm reading articles and they're talking about how some, some representatives requested that you know moscow mitch uh and the the um recess Mm -hmm. and uh democrats call on mitch mcconnell to cancel the sense august recess so they can take up gun control legislation how about y'all just show up yeah what they lock the doors to work what they lock the doors they won't let you in yeah go just show up start voting look we don't pay attention to rules anymore i don't know if you've noticed that but suddenly executive orders have the same weight as bills passed by congress Mm -hmm. so go just go you know why are you waiting for invitations from moscow mitch you know what and here's the thing i'm gonna tell you something i i I will vote this person uh for president if you walk on the floor and say i'm gonna open up a vote and let's just start let's just see what we think about it thank you okay what do we think about it? And and one last thing is I have to mention this little cabal of little white guys who were choking out uh, with with Moscow Mitch t-shirts. Team Mitch. Uh, Mos- uh, Team Mitch. They didn't call him Moscow. They didn't, they didn't call him Moscow. Mitch. But I, I can't help but call him Moscow Well, that's his Mitch. name. Uh, but Team Mitch t-shirts choking out an ALC cardboard cutout. I'm going to tell you, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody and- already has. And when people are getting hurt, well, and, and, the pipe gum guy hasn't gotten sentenced yet. That's right. He's getting sentenced right now, I think, or soon. That's right. But I, I saw somebody post that and be like, "These young boys are on the wrong side of history." And I'm like, young "It's really boys. interesting that how we in we make young white men infants. Oh, all we do it to the women fucking too. Time. Ivanka, Jared, these are kids. All Eric, the time. Tr- Eric, Don Jr., these are kids. 
They're not. They're fucking adults. Because what I can tell you, if there there was a group of seventeen year old oh, big black, no, you boys, wish they were seventeen. Who, nine. We have seen nine year olds what, holding as up a picture of a white congresswoman choking her out. They'd be the, in an FBI, fucking FBI office would right be at now. Their door. They'd be in an office right now. They that it is at absolutely their door. okay. And this is the thing. I want you to go back and listen to Professor Glaude again because there's it is a challenge, but there's also and this is really important. And I want to make sure we say this because a lot is happening and we're very angry and we're all very scared. We have to be there for each other. We have to support each other. We have to support our brothers and sisters. You don't have to wait for for the Jewish person to say something's anti-Semitic. You don't have to wait for the gay person to say something is homophobic or heterosexist. You don't have to wait for the person in the wheelchair to say something is ableist. You don't have to wait for the blind person to say that it's it's not for them you can do that right now and you can do it every day and you don't have to just stand behind people you can stand next to them and in front of them and be a shelter to each other and what i heard in professor clouds what he said on deadline white house is this we have the capacity Mm -hmm. this is where i want you to understand this anger and i was grateful for that episode i was grateful for him because i was i was crying because it's so moving and the whole weekend but then suddenly there it was that spark and what i know is we can do this and he knows it we are in our power we all we have to do is all step forward together and say in one united voice Fuck y'all. Yeah. This is not how this America is going down. Yeah. And so it starts with us. And I'm saying in your own life, address it. Address it. Where you take care of it in you. Stand up. Get involved. But what I know is that there has never been a time in human history where human beings have put up with oppression. Never, ever, ever. There have always been people who fought back and they have eventually won. And that will be us. I love. Have you seen that picture of the guy? We're holding the picture, uh, the sign that says, we've had two wars about this. Yeah. And and and, and we have won both of them. You, your score is zero to two. That's, we've I've ne- done I've this. I've never understood. I have never understood the South will rise again to get smacked the fuck down again. Yeah, come right? on, bitch. And it's not just the South. So right. let the South is, as Malcolm X would say, South of Canada. <laughs> so I'm just saying, but know this, that you have the power and the strength, and we do have the numbers, and we have more than that. We have righteousness. Yes, we do. And that is our final word. Thank you. It's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. And you don't have any in front of I you. I don't, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. I just realized that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start off. All right. The title of this is Love the Final Word. Da, da, da. But that's what it says. It says that. It does. It does. Oh, okay. It's got I notes. Know, but okay, I think those notes don't necessarily correspond to the sounds that came out of your mouth. <laughs> this is from Jeffrey W. Thank you for writing. He says, "Love your podcast, episode one twenty two, racism and cruelty. Uh, love your opinion, redragging hashtag white people against racism. I mean, because I am white slash gay slash man, I can't be against racism or sexism." He asks this a question. I just can't. Yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> Love, we're on the same side of the barricade. That applies to so many things. Anyways, yep. oh, and thank you so much for being straight allies. I, it means a lot. Laters, Jeffrey W. Thank you for that, but you don't have to thank us. You don't have to thank You're, us. We are human beings, That's and we right. are in this condition together. We're going to fix this. Yep. Next up, this is Clown and Fancy Dress. Now, this is from Amy M., but we also got this information from June R., Babette W., Krista T., Jean M., and I know when I get back, there'll be another another, another whole crop of, um, what are you, what, why is it Anglophiles? I'm like, I know yeah. Francophile, but I'm like, yeah. what is it with the British Anglophiles? But people who wrote to us, and they said, Dear Frangela, Idiot of the Week is my reason, this is from Amy uh, M., Idiot of the Week is my reason to get through the week. 
Thank you, Amy. We try. Thank you. But I must let you know, as little as I approve of clown violence, (laughs) that fancy dress is British for costumes. Ah. So if you get invited to a fancy dress party next time you were in London, (laughs) that's adorable that you think that's happening. That's clearly You haven't seen our checks. Um, (laughs) It is a costume party, and you can dress as a clown. And take your life into your own hands. <laughs> Love you so much, Amy M. So thank you, everybody, for sending that information. Thank you. I would like to remind you, however, that the reason that the, cl- the fancy dress clown story is in is because a melee yeah. came out of this. <laughs> yes. A man was upset to see somebody in what he called fancy dress that we didn't understand meant a costume. Right. Which turned out to be a clown costume. And that's why. So the, the, the standing in the stupid stack stays. It does stay. <laughs> because he got all, a beat down for having on a clown costume. But here's the deal. We all got a good cultural education yes, in, in um across from uh, across the pond Pond. and their customs. And I'd like to reiterate one more time that those are not our, allies, our oldest allies. That would be France. Yes. All right. Next this, up. Next up, this is from Caroline oh thank you so much she says idiot of the week a professional entry moscow met she says hello francis and angela much as i love the amateur idiots on on idiot of the week i would like to nominate mitch mcconnell for this week's professional idiot i'd just like to turn this really quickly to a bit of frangela idiot history we used to do a professional idiot we could do do the thing pro pro idiot of the week pro pro professional that was, that was if that it. if that conjures up memories for anyone. Yes, that was back in the day. So we did used to do that, but we, it just was like. Well, that's when we had we everybody. had our local radio show. So mm-hmm. we had two shows. Uh, we had a show on Saturday and Sunday that were two hours, or were they three hours? Two hours. Two hours long. So we had four hours. Yeah. So we could do a professional edit because it just doesn't seem fair to put Trump in the same category as you know clown clown costume fancy dress guy. They're, they're, that's a different. Those those things are not the same. Yes. So that's why we haven't done that. But we may have we may have to try to, to fit in to. some pro idiot time because it's that crazy. Yeah, but Caroline uh, continues and she says, I think his rant, Mitch McConnell's, on the Senate floor saying that uh, his new moniker of Moscow Mitch was a mo- was modern day McCarthyism uh, absolutely Moscow, 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 qualifies him, it, and it does. To my mind, when you do something despicable in public, you should expect some shade. McConnell has been getting away with his sleazy skirting of the law for so long that he's become an idiot. He thinks he can commit treason right out in the open, blocking yep. legislation on yep. securing our le- elections from foreign hacking, and then we'll let him convince us just it's just a policy disagreement? Mm-mm. He's not an idiot. And uh, therefore... No, he's very proud of what he's and, done. And committed you don't treason. get to ride both yeah. ends of a pony and go straight. You that's can't be right. proud of it and be like, that's not fair. That's not how it works. He's an idiot because he's a professional uh, reprobate and has normalized himself. He's become so unashamed that he's indignant when he's called out and publicly chastened. Thank you so much. She says, Mitch. Thank you. And she says, lastly, on another note, I am rooting for you on Bring the Funny. Your theater skit was hilarious. Thank you. She says, thanks for all you do, Caroline. That's Thank right. You. Thank you. Is it Caroline or Carolyn? I, I'm not her. You're looking at me like I have an answer to this. I know. I'm, all, I'm always confused. Well, because sometimes people spell it differently. Yeah. But she, you know, let us know, Caroline or Carolyn. I think if it's with a Y, it's Carolyn. That's yeah. generally how I see right. it. But I could be wrong. My mother, my mother had a problem with that. If you pronounced it, Caroline. Your mother was a particular. Woman. She was really she was particular. very particular. Yes. Next up, next up, it's time for resistance wrap up. So there's a lot of things you could do, um, but this weekend, at least 31 people were murdered and dozens more were injured in El Paso and Dayton shootings. 31 people's lives were stolen and many 
more have been changed forever due to hatred and the easy access to guns. So, um, Ultraviolet, we are ultraviolet.org. Great organization. We've talked about them before. They've said they'd like you to tell Congress that we must do that. They must do everything in their power to stop white nationalist violence, denounce Trump's hate speech, and pass comprehensive gun control laws, including increased background checks and a ban on assault weapons. Now, there's a petition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a petition, uh, and this is uh, you can go to. Hold on for it's a second. Ultraviolet. It's ultraviolet.org. Oh, okay. I said it earlier. Yeah, we are ultraviolet.org is where you can go to. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that you know Trump claims to condemn rush, uh, racism, but his actions, as we can all see, speak loudly. And he does. He, he you know he reads the, the hostage speech and then tweets and goes off about them. So here's the deal: we're done with that. Yeah. Denounce it everywhere, every place it is. It's just racist. It's hate speech. And Guns are too easy to get in the United States, and we have a crisis on our hands. And his, in fact, his response to the shooting in El Paso to somehow tie the immigration bill to gun control is another racist act. Yes. It's like, wait a minute, these innocent people can get shot, and you're trying to, what he's not even cleverly doing is saying there'd be less gun violence if there were less guns and less Latinos shooting us. And it's not the Latinos shooting shooting us. us. And it's the most ridiculous and it's offensive. To me, I was like, he did not just put those two things in the same sentence like that. And he suggested that that could be a dual, like the bill could be both of those. Don't, mm -mm, no, no, no. no. Don't piss on my Mm -mm. head and tell me it's raining. No, we ain't stupid. Go to weareultraviolet.org sign the petition. Let let every single member of Congress know that they have a moral imperative to act to stop white nationalist In fact, violence you can you can go right now you can print up letters that say what you think have them ready to sign them when in between when you're watching tv mindless tv like bachelor in paradise you can sit down there and write and sign your name and address them to your senators to your representatives and to all of them yes Go ahead, 435. 535 if you include the ele- in terms of the Electoral College situation with the three from D.C. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. The point is, get let's inundate them and let them know that we are not putting up with this anymore. Yes. And we yes. are powerful. We are so powerful. And you know what? You're so powerful because you know why? You're a listener and we thank, thank you, you so much. So much for being here um, and listening to us and being here with us every week. We want to thank our production team, Gail and Laura. Yay. They are so wonderful. They're going to stay up all night working on this podcast to put the it out. Best people ever. You. And we have we have swag. We have really cool final word stuff that we're going to get start getting to you guys through yes. Patreon, etc. Yes, yes, yes. We also want to um, thank everybody over at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Especially uh, Mama Stephanie Miller. Absolutely. And if you're not listening to the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, what? Uh, why are you hurting you? Why are you hurting you? Don't hurt you. We like you. Yeah. Don't hurt our friend. Yeah. And I think we've got some really exciting, you know, shows going on and yep. some exciting things that might be happening in the future. So be aware of that. Look out for those things. That's right. Follow us at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O at mm-hmm. all the things. And don't be afraid to say that we're the funniest people ever and you can't live without seeing us on Break the Funny. Yes, yes, yes. We want to remind you, you can write us at Frangela. Zero eight at gmail.com. That's right. I saw you fight back the fear. Oh, I fought it. I was fighting it. You almost, your eyes almost I went to the fight and you were like, I don't have to be afraid. I know, know it. it. I know it. I saw you fight it. I should know it after 11 years. Let's not. We don't have to get that specific. There are bigger issues. I am Francis Callahan. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Franklin. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. Hey, this is Jody Hamilton, host of the podcast From the Bunker. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll love my show where every week Sean Barton, David Schock, and I discuss politics, sports, pop culture, 
that show on HBO that I don't watch, find it at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 